Check one, two, check one, two, check one, two. Hello, Donna. Hello, hello. hello Donna. Level check for Donna. Donna. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Level check for Donna. Upload day is Tuesday, September 19th. From the Rockmore Healthcare Studios, we're going three, two. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're talking about with family and friends. Conversations about current events, pop culture, headlines in the news and trends, plus endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, my second act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Hello, Donna. Um, hello. Okay, so I've been talking about how like for months and months and months and months, how tired I am. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Everybody's, yep, yep. everybody's sick and tired of hearing how sick and tired Damn. I am. Yeah. I'm not sick. I'm just tired. Okay. But anyway, um, so someone suggested that I get B12 shots every week because they are supposed to give you kind of an energy, energy boost, boost to lift. They're not dangerous. There's nothing wrong with them. And they just put B12 back into your body, right? Right. Hello. Yeah. No, I'm um, so you can either get them in your arm or, or in your, your tush. right above your booty. Yep. Yeah. So I am now getting a B12 shot every week and I'm getting it done at this new med spa that opened across the street from where I work at Avalon. And okay. Yes. <laughs> I can either go in and get them weekly and someone administers them to me. I mean, it literally takes two minutes. And I don't get them in my arm because I feel like I bruise easily and my arms, I'm using, you know, so I get it right in my booty. Or they were like, here's all your shots. You can give them to yourself. And I'm like, I can't do this. And they're like, I said, I'm not going to do them in my arm. So how do I give them to myself in my booty? And like, oh, well, you just reach back there and grab some skin, which I got a lot of skin back there to grab. Hey. And you just put it in. But he's telling me, this this guy who did mine, he's like, you don't jab it in. You kind of have to put the the shot in slowly and release it. I'm like, okay, don't bother telling me this stuff because I cannot do this by myself. I just can't. He's like, do you have anyone that can do this for him? Like, no, I do not. Nobody is going to do this for me on the regular. They're just. Oh, not. I think you'd be surprised, Donna. But I don't want just some rando person doing that. I don't want you doing this. I don't want Charlotte doing it. I just don't. I mean, in my opinion. You should have to be semi-trained. Did you have a shot? And I know people do like fertility shots and they have their spouse do them and stuff, but I'm just not down for this because what if someone misses and how do you know it's going? And he's like, I said, how does the medicine get into you? Doesn't it have to go in a certain place? He's like, well, yeah, it has to go in the muscle. And I'm like, okay, see, this is getting more complicated. It's going into levels. I didn't even bend over. I just pulled my pants down. He just jabbed me. Okay, but but he has actually experience. he didn't jab me because you can't jab. Remember, you just do it gently. You do it gently. Yeah, you gently. work work it in. It's it's B twelve thick, if I recall, right? I didn't the, see what the, happened. The, the, the not the texture consistency. Here's what happened, people. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> cut to it. I want to do these B twelve shots, and I joined this med spa because if you pay this fee, right, which is not much, which is actually less than what you would pay for the B twelve shots each okay. week, you get a free B twelve shot each week plus fifteen percent off any products. A free facial once okay. a month and yada, yada. Right. All so leading you, up to the laser that I'm getting that's hopefully okay. going to keep me from having to get a mini facelift. But I digress. In the meantime, I got one shot last week and I feel good. I've got some energy. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think it lasts very long, though. They, they I, I think off. it literally lasts like 24, 48 yeah, They wear hours. off. They do wear off. Yeah. 
I think it's a scam. I'm just going to keep talking on this until I just tell you exactly what I think, which is I think it's a scam. But I'm getting them free, so I'm down with it. Well, you're not getting anything for free. Well, they're working true. it in somehow to the, the bottom line. But have you given yourself a shot yet? No, I'm not doing it. So I said, you'll see me every Friday, my friend. Do I need an appointment? He's like, no, just show up. And he's this adorable little 30-year-old, but he's like, I'm not supposed to do this. We're really supposed to give you the kits to do it at home. He said, but this is my favorite part. He goes, but you remind me so much of my mom and she can't give herself shots either. So I'll do them for you. Well, how nice of him. I said, you know, there was a day when I had a lot of, of skin back there, but now my, my rear end's about as flat as a pancake. So mm-hmm. I told him, I said, when you're inputting the B12, if you could put some of like that, whatever it is, the Brazilian butt lift too. And each week my butt would just get a little rounder. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't I don't have to squat that. or yeah. squiddle or do anything. I don't think certified for that, no. I don't care. Obviously, I don't want just some rando poking me, but if he's semi-trained, I'll go with it. That sounded horrible, by the way. They're just what? horrible. Some rando jabbing me. I know. That does just, sound uh, bad. I'm on. so sorry. Let's move on. Let's move on. That's that. So, yep, there's the old that, that, that. If you're listening to this on upload day, I hope you are praying for me because I am on a very small plane headed somewhere, and I do not like to fly, as we all know. And uh, I had to give my weight two times. Did you tell the because, truth? Okay. Why? I've about had it with this. This is a whole other question. Does a man follow back around to a man when they send their license to fly on a plane private? Do they send, do they text them and say, hey, Jim, I just want to confirm your weight? Uh, well, probably not because men are probably less likely to stretch the truth about their weight. Okay. I'm not stretching the truth. I didn't say you were. I it was on my license. Oh, and okay. actually, the funny thing is, the weight on my license is more than I weigh. Of course it is. Because I've lost weight. Right. But I went with it because you'd rather give a higher weight than a lower weight. Why? Well, because then they can, I mean, I think it's better for them to plan for more weight. I got you. Right? But I'm telling you, this is, this is gender. This is gender specific. I'm telling you. Because I'm the only female on this plane, and I'm going to do some digging around to find out if the other three people got a text to confirm their weight. You got a text to confirm your weight? I got a text saying, hey, just want to make sure this is your weight with a winking emoji. Okay. You know it's important. Yeah, I know it's important. Uh Uh-huh. How long is that flight? Uh, 40 minutes. Bon voyage. Oh. You'll do well. Okay. You'll do fine. All right. Well, that doesn't sound very good. What do you mean? Bon voyage. I'm trying to be supportive here. I'm being very supportive. Okay. Because I know you're a nervous flyer. I'm fine. And you make people nervous when you fly with with you. (laughs) No, not anymore. I don't, actually. When I fly commercial, I'm fine. It's not like I fly private all the time, so let me just tell you. And it's not even about private. Like, if you ever get to one of those places and you have to take a smaller plane, they will ask you your weight. I've had that happen before, too. Like, on a smaller plane, you get off the Delta plane, you got to go on a smaller plane to get to where you're going. But they don't wheel out a scale or anything. Um, I don't think so. I wish I had tape from the days when I did a bit on the morning show in Atlanta, uh, Called Guess Your Wife's Wait to Win. We brought it out around Valentine's Day, if I recall. And you would, we had, to, you know, it was a great prize on the line, premium prize, Don, like tickets for, you know, a huge show coming or something. And you would call us 
and you would guess your wife's weight to win. Or actually, we did it on location somewhere. We taped it. That's right. We did it at a concert. Well, then you Valentine's asked Day. Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker got involved. Uh, but we did it outside a George Strait concert at the arena in Gwinnett County. And it was like in January. And then we banked all the tape and played it back the week of Valentine's week. And we actually had a scale. This is exactly what happened. We had a scale with us in front of the arena. Oh, my God. And so as you were walking up to George Strait with your spouse, with your wife, or with your husband, we would approach you and say, hey, would you like a ticket upgrade? Oh, boy. How would you like to sit on the front row for George Strait tonight? And they'd be like, oh, my God, yes, please. Of course, we're videoing the entire thing and taping the entire thing. And then we'd say, well, listen, you got to guess your wife's weight to win. That makes people very and, uncomfortable. Oh, my gosh. The men, the husbands, the boyfriends were just like, oh, what? I got to do what? Yes, you must guess your wife's weight to win. Over under is five pounds, I think it mm. was. And we're going to ask her to hop up on the scale right now. Oh, boy. Like a cattle. But here's the thing that men don't like understand. Jersey, Jersey cat, yes. That women do. Weight really does not have any bearing on what type of shape you're in. Because muscle weighs more than fat. Agreed. It was just, it was done to be awkward. It was done to. Oh, no, I know. But men shock. are just like, men always think like, I'm going to go with the, you know, the low number because, and, and, and then if it's a different number, they're like, Whoa. but it's just, you know, yeah, there's so much around weight. I cannot believe you did that. It I made can't. Darius Rucker very it uncomfortable. Did. It did. What was his wife's name? They're divorced now, but. Um, uh, probably because of this. What was her name? Candy? No. Chastity? I don't know. Uh, yeah, we had him in the studio, I believe, if I recall. And, and I said, listen, we're going to play a game. Darius Rucker coming up. Man, I wish I had the audio. I don't. But uh, we're going to play a game coming up. We need to involve your wife. Can we get her on the line? And he's like, I guess, you know, what, what's the game? And I said, it's guess your wife's weight to win. And Darius Rucker's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Uh-uh. I'm not doing that. No way. He's a funny guy. Funny guy. He has a great laugh, too. Darius Rucker's laugh is infectious. I, I don't know that I'd get away with doing it now. Guess your wife's weight to win. I think it would probably be poo-pooed. But at the time, it was... It was well, you probably didn't ask. At absolutely the time. hysterical. It was absolutely hysterical, and I recall a couple of times though, there were some big people, some big big people, and I felt, I felt very small. I did. What um, do you mean? You well, felt small? Well, because I felt bad. I remember yeah. one instance where she was a big gal, and she had no idea it was coming. When you would say that to people, like you would how say, "How big a gal is she?" Yeah, how big? Yeah, how big a gal is? You got to goad him a little bit. You know, you got to you got to <sighs> poke him a little bit in order to make it more fun and and, and entertaining. I guess. Um, I find this fascinating that you now have like remorse over bits you did. I do. This is the second one that I've called What's out the first one? in recent episodes. Uh, Maria or not? Oh yeah, I don't like that at all. Maria I told or not? You I didn't. That's when we did. Uh, happened to you wonder what happened where you've gotten so like in touch older. with you. I, we older. talked about this the other day you're very in touch with your feelings i uh what we do we would if you're caller 10 you win tickets for x concert but you're going to play maria or not and so we would call a a very uh heavy hotel. heavy heavy hispanic area of atlanta a hotel or motel and we would ask for housekeeping mm. and if when the answer we say uh, can can i speak to maria and if housekeeping said, one moment, please, you won. Yeah. If there was a Maria in the house or a hotel or motel, as is the case, then you won. If there was not, then you you forfeited the tickets and you didn't win. Maria or not. And we played my Maria underneath it, you know, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And we call like in, if you're from Atlanta, uh, think of a very Hispanic area. Like, uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not either. But 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 there are plenty of them. And you just say housekeeping and, and you know, they say housekeeping when they answer the phone. Or you call the, f- the front desk and ask for housekeeping and then you get transferred. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I speak with Maria? Un momento, por favor. If you heard that, you won. Uh, if you heard uh, there's no Maria here, then you lost. Mm. And it was exciting every time you got a Maria. And it did happen. It did happen. Every now and then you catch a Maria. And why was it done that way, Donna? Why was Maria the name? Because Maria is a very uh, 
she used popular. a lot. It was a very popular uh, woman's name <laughs> in the Hispanic community. My Maria, yes. Maria or not, another Jim from the Cadillac Jack Atlanta days. Yeah, I, it, I remember at the time saying to you, I don't like this at all. I can't believe you're doing this. And you just steamrolling, oh, this is funny, it's funny. It was funny. Uh-huh. It, was bit, uh, it was a bit tacky, but it was funny. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not apologizing for it. I'm just saying that, that both of those bits were, were in a time period that's not like now. Couldn't do either of them right now. I would not dare do either of them right now in this environment. Although I could get you off, Donna. Would you like for me to get you off alive on the radio right now? Um, but we're not on the radio. Let's do that another day. On Fridays, you used to do that too. Get yeah. you off Fridays. Get you off work. I don't know where your dirty mind is right now. Get you off mm-hmm. work. But you'd call me and you would beg and plead for me to get you off. Mm. It was fantastic on Fridays. Yeah. And then I'd call your boss. The bit went like that. Then I'd call your boss with you on the line. And there are people that lost their jobs. I do feel bad about that through the years, but, but why did they lose their job? Well, because you don't you don't do that. You don't you don't connect a radio DJ to your boss, your supervisor, and ask him if 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 you can get off. I but love that. Where did you get that idea from? Where did that one come from? I don't even remember, Donna. I don't even remember. I do know the rules for the for the for the bit though, and they were very very they were well written. They were written out for me. I could only say get you off without saying work one time. That's it. I couldn't loiter in blue. Mm. Don't loiter in the lobby, Cadillac Jack. That's tough for you. It is. I like to loiter. Um, but that was very made very clear to me. And 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 so I could only say, uh, you know, he'd answer the phone, it's David. Hey David, I'm Cadillac Jack from this radio station, and I I got Michelle on the line. She's your front desk receptionist. She's been a fantastic, just a model employee. David, wouldn't you agree? Oh, she's fantastic. We love her here at uh the phone company. And uh man, she is uh she is due. I I, man, I want to get her off. And to be silent. And the employer would always be really like, well, uh, and you'd be like, can I do I get, I guess so. Yeah. And then occasionally, though, you get somebody that would want to play, that would, would be into it and, and know what was going on. And they'd be like, well, can I check? I'd get her off right now. Absolutely, I will. You can get her off right now. Well, I'll, I'll be on the phone right now. You can get her off. It was a thin line. It was a very thin line. We only did it on Fridays in the, I think it was like late in the show to protect the kids in their ears. But there's three segments right there that would never be done today. Although I may bring back Get You Off Work Fridays yeah, at I the Bear 925. You know, it's harmless. It's fun. And you just clean it up a little bit. You know, you don't loiter in the lobby, Don. You don't loiter in the lobby. If you have the ability to do that, be fantastic. Speaking of the radio show, we are with you 530 till 10 a.m. Eastern weekdays. Atlanta's the Bear 925. Join us for the radio show. Four and a half hours each day of just compelling, great content, just like on this podcast. To listen to Cadillac and Donna mornings on the Bear 92.5 Atlanta, search for the Bear 92.5 in the Apple App Store or Google Play. It's Cadillac, Jack, and Donna. You'd have been trouble in high school trying to cheat off my paper and everything. You think? Absolutely. That's true. But you're right about that. I mean, I'm, I'm, Absolutely. How did you right. conjugate that verb over there? Okay. So uh, I bet you took names for the teacher in class, didn't you? Hardly. Right, you were that Hardly. Teacher always said, Donna, t- take some names while I go to the teacher's lounge and smoke me a, a Benson and Hedges, okay? Hardly. And you write everybody's name down, Donna. No, I did not. Yeah, that was you. That was uh-uh, snitches get stitches. That wasn't me. Aren't they adorable? Wake up with Cadillac Jack and Donna on the Bear 925. 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville is where you will find gallery furniture. Gallery furniture, Gainesville. Ask for the wolfman.com. Great, good looking high quality furniture for every room in your house. Instagram is uh, a great place to start. If you're thinking about making some changes, you're thinking about finding a new pop piece for your den or your living room or your bedroom, maybe a big new pop piece. And what does that mean, Donna? Pop piece means it just it draws attention when you walk in the room. Yeah. When you walk in the room, you're like, it's a show piece. You're like, wow, that is cool. Where'd you get that? 
Yes, very, very cool. And they've got great stuff. Um, I was up there, I told you a week ago, and they have this amazing, like, beautiful Western leather sectional. I mean, it looks like something that you would have like in a mountain house in Montana or somewhere, just gorgeous. So if you've got a man cave or if you're doing a, if you've bought a cabin or, you know, mountain house or something, this would be a great piece. And I want to say that about Don and them. Obviously they're great for any furniture, for your main home, anything. If you are one of those people that is lucky enough, like one of our neighbors who has a beautiful lake house at Lake Lanier, she bought her entire house of furniture with Donna at Gallery. She said it was so easy because instead of going this place to get a mattress and this place to get a rug and I'm going to go get some lamps over here and oh yeah, I got to get my bedroom set up here. She got it all done. One stop shopping. You're going to find them online. Askforthewolfman.com. 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. It's Cadillac Jack and Donna. I almost said to him, here's your sign and shot him a bird, but I didn't because I'm just not that kind of woman. That's I'm really not. Classy. That's I'm classy. not. They're folks just like you. Since you have hit the big 5-0, uh-huh. have yeah. you just woken up and had weird pains and stuff? Can you bend down without being like, oh. No. I needed to touch my toes for something. I swear to God, I don't. It's, why would you need to touch I your don't, toes? I don't. I swear, I don't remember why. I had to touch my toes for some reason or I needed to touch my toes for some reason. I couldn't do it. Don't make me bend over. That's what she said. Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bay there's a country artist who declared late last week that she is done with country music and she is stepping aside. She is removing herself from the country music family, from the country music world. We've had a few conversations about this artist. You are not a fan. I'm, I never have been a fan. And the, long before I even, she started running her mouth, I wouldn't have, I just, I just never been a fan of the music. It's not necessarily a personal. I guess it is a personal thing. Marin Morris had a conversation, an interview, a sit down with the Los Angeles Times, and they ran the interview on Friday of last week that Megan, uh, that, uh, Meg, uh, shit, Marin Morris is sick and tired of country music and she's embarrassed basically by country music and she is stepping out. So she's just, you know, she's done. She's had it with country music. She's been very vocal, um, about her displeasure with, especially she's come after Jason Aldean and his wife, Brittany. Originally it was for, what was it for? What is that? Your fiddle? Oh, that's me. Okay, I was going to say. That's me playing Marin. Okay. I was like, it sounds like Marin Morris, but I have no idea where she's coming from. Yep. So she put out a two-song EP just sort of answering to people like, what's that? That's my sad uh, violin. Okay, got Playing it. the sad violin for Marin Morris. We're sad to yeah. see her go. Yeah. So she has a two-song EP that is coming out where she kind of talks about this. <sighs> a two-song EP where she kind of talks there. about this. She has gone scorched earth on these two tracks. So she's got two tracks. The first song is The Tree. And then the other one, I cannot think of what that one is called. I'll Country Music Sucks or something, I'm sure. Something like that. But basically, she's just talking about, you know, she's done. She's tried everything. She's tried to use her voice, and it's not working. And, she, you know, one of her great quotes from this was, I thought I'd like to burn it to the ground and start over. She's talking about country music. And she says, but it's burning itself down without my help. She goes on to say that she feels very distanced from a lot of the stories that mainstream country artists are telling today, adding she's tried avoiding that. She is tired of trying to fit her musical style within the traditional country paradigm. She finds the entire genre stale and out of touch lately. Well, Mary Morris, there is a hardworking newcomer or there is an artist who has been stalling a bit and say the C-level tier as an artist. 
but who's been busting their tail and who loves country music and who loves the listeners and fans of country music that will replace you immediately. Exit stage left. Well, I think there are a lot of new female artists like Megan Maroney and, you know, tons of artists that are coming up. I want to say, I think she is much more competitive than she wants to pretend like she is. Right. And I think what this is really more about is she has been busting her ass in country for a long time and she's just never been. Never made it to the level where she thinks exactly. she thinks she should be at. And you've got like Kelsey Ballerini who literally is just shot out of a can. Who's the format's new Taylor Swift. Right. And I won't be surprised if she moves over to a pop situation too, because her music is very pop centric also up until now. Kelsey has done things where she had some drag queens on stage with her at the, I believe it was the CMT awards. And she has certainly said that country music needs to be more inclusive. And I think you can get your opinions out without jamming them down people's throats. Like Mary Morris likes to do or liked to do. (laughs) Yeah. And when you're a lightning rod type person, it's harder to get your opinion across because for people like this that are sort of brittle is that the right word? I, I will take that, yes. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, the minute they open their mouth, nobody's listening to what they say because they're just already rolling their eyes. Right. You know, they're like, oh, God, you what again. is she talking about you now? Again. What yeah. is she unhappy yeah. about now? Yeah. What does she not like now? Whereas if it's somebody who doesn't put their feelings out there all the time, you know, if Tim McGraw came out and gave a huge statement about gender rights or gender affirmation or, or whatever's going on at the time, I think he would stop and listen. Because you don't hear him grumbling on about this stuff all the time. And I'm not saying whether what Marin is saying it has a validity, because I think some of it does, or whether it's right or wrong. But it's the messenger. It's the messenger. And she was always involved in a dust-up with somebody, it seems. Always. During BLM, there was a lot of Marin Morris. Prickly. Smack. That's the word I was trying to think Static. about. She's just prickly. Yeah. Prickly. So. And I love her husband, Ryan Hurd, and... You know, but I just think she's always, and she's kind this is so bad, but she always has kind of a snarky look, you know, and uh, Miranda gets accused of this a lot too, you know, of, of low-key shading other female artists while she's pretending to be all women's empowerment, you know? It's very competitive. Yeah. It's a very competitive world everywhere, but Nashville, Tennessee and country music is is no different. Where does she go from here? Well, I think her feeling is she's going to release music and not have it really be considered pop, this, that. Just, you know, release it and see, what see where it sits. Well, let me tell you what's going to happen. She's going to fail miserably. I don't know that she's going to fail, but I don't think she's going to have the success that she has had simply because she's kind of squatting all over a one format radio, country radio. So I don't think it's, it's yeah. It's kind of like what happened with after all the Dixie Chicks debacle. You can still have a career. You can have a successful career, and they're they're obviously much more successful than her. But it's not going to look the same. And you're going to have to work a lot harder for it. She's a quitter, y'all. She can talk to back, that. but she's a quitter. On the radio show, we are celebrating National Recovery Month. And if you're listening on Upload Day, it is Tuesday, September 19th. And tomorrow evening, if you are uh, a listener of the Bear 92.5, and you live on the south side of Atlanta. Tomorrow night, the Mobilized Recovery Bus Tour is in Noonan, presented by Coweta Force, F-O-R-C-E, Coweta Force, which stands for Friends of Recovery for Community Empowerment. And we had uh, Hank Arnold on the radio show earlier this week to talk about the event, which is tomorrow night, if you're listening on Upload Days, absolutely free from 6 till 9. 
Uh, Noonan, Georgia is one of 43 statewide stops for the Mobilize Recovery Bus Tour. And, and, and what they do, Donna, is it, we, we talked last episode, I think it was about Narcon and how it is now available without a prescription for the, you know, for the first time. Yeah. And this is a opioid overdose reversal medication. It's a nasal Correct. spray. Uh, they're going to have Narcon for you to uh, uh, take home with you. Yeah. Or take to your business. Yes. Tomorrow night at the event. They have a grant. They get about 200 kits. They call them kits. 200 kits a year. Uh, Coweta Force does. Coweta County is uh, Noonan, where Alan Jackson's from, by the way, about uh, 20 miles south of Hartsfield, the world's busiest airport, south side of Atlanta. Going to have free T-shirts, food trucks, free food for the first 200 people. Uh, Foundation Church is uh, hosting this event. As we celebrate National Recovery Month, we have a lot of conversations during this podcast about uh, addiction and sobriety and uh, what can you plan and... um, well, and one of the things he said too that I think is important because I know we have listeners to the podcast from you know everywhere, every state. They'll mail it to you. Yes, you don't have to be local to the South Side or Noonan. They have these kits. They want to get them in the hands of people that need them. And again, as a business owner, I um, am getting you know a, a kit, and I'm going to keep it at work because you just never know. You never know. Uh, the event tomorrow night, if you're listening on Upload Day, Wednesday night, September 20th, 6 till 9, number 6, Perry Street, P-E-R-R-Y, Perry Street, Noonan, as uh, Coweta Force, the Bear 92.5, Cadillac and Donna, during National Recovery Month, welcome the Mobilize Recovery Bus Tour to Coweta County, Georgia. Cadillac Jack. Cadillac Jack and Donna, mornings on the Bear 92.5. Former UGA two-time national champion Stetson Bennett in the headlines this week. He now plays for the L.A. Rams, the NFL. Well, well huh? We don't know if he does anymore. Well, he does as as we record. He does. Yep. Right. That's fair. Yes. Okay. Yes. The, okay. The, uh, maybe you're getting some breaking news. I ain't gotten a, a, a ping yet. I don't know. Nah. Uh, the L.A. Rams and uh, Stetson was in Athens for uh, again two of the both of the well, two of the three national championships, I guess, but the back to back ones anyway. Yeah, so Sean McVay is the coach for the Rams. And just as a side thing, you know how I think he's yes, so cute. Yes, God, he's cute. Yep. Anywho, um, so yes, Stetson was the, I mean, not really even the backup quarterback. I mean, they have Matthew Stafford, one of the greatest quarterbacks. And so he is the quarterback. So don't know how much Stetson was going to play anyway. But um, Sean McVay, they put him on the, what is it called again? The non-injury list. He's taken yes. off the roster, off the active roster, and is on this – basically, they have to kind of put him on an injury list, although he doesn't have an injury. But anyways, so obviously the press was asking questions of Sean McVay. What's going on? What's happened to him? How's he been injured? And Sean McVay says, listen, I'm not going to share details. Out of respect for him and the situation, I'm going to leave all the specifics and particulars in-house. And I want to be able to do that out of respect for that situation. So I am not going to speak – about it. I'm not going to have any follow-up information or anything that I'll give in that regards. But he said it is an issue bigger than football. What do you think it is? Don't want to speculate. Okay. But I know that prayers are coming in. Matthew Stafford, you know, has said that, you know, he, he appreciates Stetson and he wants him to get, you know, didn't again, just hoping for the best. Doesn't say get better. Everybody's being very careful. What kind of language they're using? Very coded. Someone said um, online, you know, the people making jokes about the Stetson Bennett situation are beyond childish and immature prayers to him and his family. This is a person who is clearly struggling with something. And I think he is. And I think 
probably more information will come out. I know that we'll have the particulars about what got them to this situation, but I think he's going to be taking some time off. And whether he gets to come back to the team or not, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I, I don't know. But I think what Sean McVay is saying in a way is this issue is much bigger than football because people were so honed in on the fact of, is he coming back? What happened? Did he get hurt? You know, and he's like, listen, bigger than football. Got some other things we got to deal with. And I also think, I want to say this. I think Sean McVay is very young. I think when they drafted Stetson, they knew he was going to have some, he had some demons. He was going to have some issues. They're going to have to kind of keep him corralled. And maybe they came upon the fact that the issue was a little bit bigger than they thought it was. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen at the Appen Podcast Network production assistance for both radio and podcast from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. I-N-G-O, Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Donna, you can also support, promote, and uh, work with us, partner with this podcast. Reach out to Donna directly and let's, uh, let's move some, uh, let's move some whatever you got. Right. Dude, what's that going to be, Kelly? Whatever you got, so we can move them for you. Yes, we right. can. Partner with this podcast for advertising and marketing. Let's have a conversation. That's where it all begins. media at gmail.com. D-C-H-O-A-T-E media at gmail.com. Reach out to Donna and uh, let's get a conversation started. Yeah. Our thanks to uh, Gallery Furniture, to Delta, T-Mobile, Brightmore Healthcare, Fayetteville Ford, and awesomealpharetta.com. New episodes Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.